Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Download the Caffeine TV app for free to watch the world-famous Savannah Bananas perform the greatest show in sports. The Banana Ball World Tour is live on Thursday, June 29th and Friday, June 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Friday episode of Flippin' Bats. We got a ton of great stuff to talk about today. X-Factors in the NL East. Every single team's X-Factor that could make them exponentially better or exponentially worse. We also got one of my favorites, things that make you go, hmm. We also have top series to watch for everybody over the weekend. I got something to say about the Baltimore Orioles. This one's going to be a blast. Let's get to it. Happy Friday, everybody. This one is going to be a blast. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about. I'm joined, as always, by Alex Curry. And Alex, uh, this is a big week. We're getting closer and closer to the All-Star Game. All-Star Game Phase 2 voting just wrapped up on Thursday. And who will be taking the field when we are up there in Seattle, Alex. We're hitting the road again. Flipping Bats is going to Seattle. I am so excited. We're actually going to be there Saturday to Wednesday. Do yeah. you know our schedule I yet? know, yes. Do you, do you want to tell me what we're going to be doing up Let there? Let me tell you our okay, schedule, yeah, Alex. This is to the best of my knowledge. Okay. Saturday, travel day. Yes. Get there. Great. Soak it all in, all you right. know? Sunday, Futures game, um... MLB draft is that Ooh. day. So Have you ever been in the war room during a draft? No. It is insane. I got to do a feature on the Angels war room during the draft. That is some tense, exciting stuff in there. So we also, Alex, yeah. that night, Sunday night, will have a show. Yes. Flipping Bat show, okay. uh, discuss, an all-star game preview, everything that happened on our, on our trip there. We have a post show on Monday after the home run derby so home run derby is monday. monday there's also i think that's that's the day of the celebrity softball game as well i don't know okay. how much we're going to talk about that but yeah. you know you never know yeah and then tuesday we have shows uh, we have a, a lot going on tuesday tuesday is the all-star game on fox we have a pre-show we have a post-show red carpet red carpet that's we'll be talking be to all the players they sit up like they're at in like a it's it's almost like the players like sitting there at like a kissing booth you just <laughs> sit there and they're all like sitting there with their name <laughs> tags it's like who do you want to talk to just go, go talk to and this talk player to the and then yeah so that's always fun though and uh then the red carpet all-star game we have so much. I feel like Flippin' Bats thrives on the road, by we the way. We do thrive on the road. So we're going on the road. We'll be in Seattle Saturday yeah. through Wednesday and a bunch of shows in there, a bunch of players we're going to talk to, a bunch of all-star players. I can guarantee that because yeah. we'll all be all-stars. So 
I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's gonna be great. It's been like a handful of years since I've been to an All Star game, so I am so excited. There's so there's much just fun. there's a different buzz there. And when else do you get the best players in one spot? I, you don't. The, it's the All Star game. The first the time we we went on the road together it was playoffs last year. Yeah, and the vibe is so different. Just like during BP ahead yeah. of like the home run derby and All Star game. We could walk into the batting cage if we wanted yeah. while the guy's hitting and talk to like they're so great with talking to people and it's fun. Obviously, playoffs aren't they're not there to talk to to me like it's no. <laughs> it's all business. It's like we're focused. This is think about it like every other player that's not playing in the All Star game or home run derby has like four days off. So these guys yeah. don't get the best of the best aren't getting the four days off. So they're gonna have fun and make the most. Yeah. Of this whole experience. Yes, yeah, it'll be a good time. It's we'll going to be a, a great time. time. I'm excited for that. Me too. <sighs> and the Futures game too. I've never futures been to a game. Futures game. That'll be good. Futures games are fun. Okay. I would say we'll really brush up on on a lot of the names That's involved good. in it. There's some really, I'm I'm excited for it. And I have a lot of names that I want you to be excited about well. So we'll go, As excited like, you are about Corbin Carroll this yeah, year. So, yeah. okay, we're going to find your next Corbin Carroll in the Futures game, who you're going to freak out and yeah. tell everybody to be obsessed with, and then hopefully be right once he makes it to the big leagues. <laughs> if I just keep yeah. hitting on play, you know, like great. Shohei, I think that worked out well. Corbin Carroll, that's working out well. Like, yeah. you know, I Who's just, next? Exactly. Who's next and on that, the Benito that list? That is what the Futures game is okay. for. It's for who has been going to really want to – put under his wing and make him the start the bandwagon you know no okay <laughs> we're on a recruiting trip for ben's next <laughs> who's gonna be the next guy i'm hopping on the bandwagon These players for? Are like get this guy yeah get him of out of here. here please we are <laughs> done with ben yeah. all right well let's get to our first segment here we started this last week now we're gonna go through and talk about the x factors in every division on every team and this week we are on the, the NL, NL East. East. Yeah. So remember, the X factor, we all know who the MVP and All-Stars are on all of these teams. This is a player that if they're playing well, they're really going to help affect the team. And if they're not playing well, it can kind of break a team. It's kind of that that Jenga piece that if you pull it out, the whole thing collapses. So I, I like that analogy. Thank you. I like it the second time as much as I did the first You're time. You're welcome. Let's see if we use it. I'm going I'm to keep explaining it. What if this is someone's <laughs> no, first no, no. time? I, yeah, you're it? absolutely you right. You got him. Ben, You're right. let me teach you something about shows. You got to think about it like this is the first time someone's hearing this. Hopefully they listened to last week's show, but just in case they didn't, I'm here to make sure you feel included and understand. So, X Factor, <laughs> like a Jenga piece, guys. Like, think go. of this like... Thank you. Okay, let's go. Okay, let's get started with the Braves. Okay. Who is the Braves' X Factor? Michael Harris II. This Braves team has no holes. But they have an ability to have the deepest lineup by far in Major League Baseball. And you have a guy in the nine hole for much of the year that won NL Rookie of the Year last year. And to start this season, for the first couple of months, it was not going well at all. But in his last 19 games, this is actually, this is insane. In his last 19 games, he has raised his Season batting average from 163 to 266. Wow. In 19 games, he has hit 444. He's completely turned it around. He's in the nine hole for this Atlanta Braves team. And when you have a guy that's producing as well as he is and hitting 
almost 450 over the course of the month of June, I mean, this is, it takes the team from very, very good to unbeatable. I, I seriously, the Braves are unbeatable when they have this lineup that's as deep as it is and Michael Harris hitting this well in the nine hole. Yeah, they also have a team that any night, any one of their guys can be the hero. But Michael Harris, the second, has a chance to be that second best player on the team when he's playing to his full potential. Yeah, at least close to it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to the Marlins. Who is their X Factor? Jazz Chisholm. I love this guy. We do. Friend of the pod. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite interviews, by the way. His, His baseball IQ is off the charts. He knows his swing so well. He plays the game hard. But the reason I say it's Jazz Chisholm is because in the years that he's been up, there has been a ton of hype around Jazz Chisholm. Yeah. And it... He's the most he's one of the most electric players in the game. But I, I think we've seen we've seen a, a few different sides to this story. We've seen him be injured a good bit. We've mm-hmm. seen him not produce at times. We've seen him be very good at times. A 2022 All-Star. He was named to the All-Star team yeah. last year. They the Marlins need him to be that guy. You kind of know what you know, a lot of these names I'm gonna pick are, you know. Well, for different reasons, and I'll explain them all. But especially for the Marlins, I believe he's the X factor because you look at the team, you know what you're going to get from Luis Arise. Mm-hmm. Is he going to hit 400? You don't know that. But he, you know he's going to be a high on base, high average Consistency. Guy. And Jorge Soler, yeah. the complete opposite. A lack of consistency, but when he's on, he's going to hit you five homers in a week. Yeah. But you know that is Jorge Soler. With... With Jazz Chisholm, it's kind of like a hit or miss. And when he's going right, he is an unbelievable player and one mm-hmm. of the most exciting players in the game of baseball. And when he's on the field. So there's a lot of things that go into this. But for me, it's Jazz Chisholm. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing. The best ability is availability. And you need to be healthy and you need to be on the field in order to make an impact. And when he is healthy and when he's on the field playing at his full potential, not only his play raises the the team, but his energy and his attitude just sets the tone for the entire team. The Marlins need a guy like him. They do. Like they just they need. I I wish people would show up for this team. They're so good. They're so much fun. Yuri Perez has been unbelievable. This team is really good. You have a high average guy. You have a guy that's going to hit you thirty plus homers. But Jazz is that piece that's like they need him to be their star. Like, their superstar. Their face. Right. Yeah. They, they need him to be that guy. And he can be. They just need him to be. Yeah. And that's okay. why he's the X Factor. I'm with you there. Okay. okay, let's move on to the Phillies. Who is their X Factor? The Phillies' X Factor for me is Ranger Suarez. Mm. You have an offense that should be elite. And I could yeah. have picked anybody in this offense and said, they need to be this. Trey Turner needs to be Trey Turner. Kyle Schwarber needs to play every – you know, like, the offense – is very good, Mm -hmm. and it should be, and I believe it will be for the majority of the season. And then you look at this pitching staff, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, and then everything really falls off. The back end of the rotation, the bullpen, they need Ranger Suarez to be the guy that he was in the playoffs and the guy that he was for the second half of last year. They need a very good number three starter. For this Phillies team to do anything, yeah, it can't be two starters and a good offense that's going to be okay at times and really good at times and up and down. They need two aces. They need a very good three-starter in Ranger Suarez, and the offense will follow suit. So for me, 
this team is really dependent on having a guy like Ranger Suarez that can that can pitch really well in the rotation after their two aces. That's fair. Okay. Moving on to uh, ooh, a team that's having a really tough season that we thought was going to have an incredible season, the Mets. Who is their X factor? The Mets X factor for me is Justin. You you hi, you you sign a guy that is coming off of a Cy Young award, coming off of back-to-back Cy Young awards in years that he pitches. And in so, a World Series. And in the World Series, wins his World Series game last year, a big swing game for the Astros, and he comes in with all of the momentum. And this Mets team, as we mentioned, God, I could have picked a million people on this team. But Justin was supposed to be the guy to come in and be the guy. And he's had very good starts, he's had very bad starts, and he's had some in-between starts. And the good news is, and I know over the last – I, I know Mets fans are mad. Justin threw five shutout innings in his last start, and they still were mad that he only went five innings. And nobody wants to step back and think of the fact that, you know what? Guess what? I got so much crap about five innings. You know what? You know what happens in baseball that not a lot of people talk about? What? There was an error made in, I believe it was the third inning. It was going to be his first one, two, three inning of the game. There was an error made on the last and final out of just a ball choked right into the ground. Guy gets on base. 20 more pitches end up happening. So instead of coming at, well, I don't understand why people come at me anyway, but your brother only threw five innings. Well, guess what? Like those errors and stuff matter. He could have gone another inning at least, and we're talking about six strong innings. But Justin needs to be the guy to go six strong, seven strong every time he goes out for this team. He needs to be. He's getting paid like he should be. I know he wants to be. And this rotation, I know it has Max Scherzer, who's also been up and down, but Justin was the big signing. And this team, though supposed to have a good offense, was supposed to be built around their best pitching staff in the game of baseball. And they have not been the best. They've been one of the worst pitching staffs in baseball. So I think this season, with this Mets team, the X factor is going to be Justin. Can he turn it around to Cy Young form? Or will he be, you know, five strong, good start? Let's toss it over to this bullpen that hasn't been good all year either, and he'll have up and down starts. I don't know. But for me, he's the piece that can really sway this team. The piece I want to talk to you about, you wonder why people come after you? Yeah. I wonder why people come after me. We are tweeting about it constantly, and you're the easy target for their anger outlet. That's what do why. they come after you about? Uh, I, don't, I don't read my, my ads. Oh, so I thought you, said, I thought you, we, you had something that people No, were, no, 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 no. Well, I am tweeting. No, I get why. Yeah. But no, you know what? I don't. Like, yeah. who you're an oh. easy target. That's why. Tar- you're so passionately talking about the game, about the players, that you're someone that fans who are fanatics and crazy want to go after someone who's constantly talking about it. You're I, the person. I just don't yeah. I just don't get it and, and I don't get going after people on Twitter and it's a man. No, it's me. My favorite team has a pitcher that's making so much money and he's a Hall of Famer and he needs to pitch like it. I'm gonna go after his, His brother. brother. <laughs> like, <what>? like, <laughs> Lucky great. you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the piece for me. Right. Over the last the last three starts yeah. have been good. Yankees, mm-hmm. Brewers, and then the start against the Astros, the Bregman-Homer really switched that. But he went seven strong innings in that game, gave up four. I think in his last, what, like 18, 19 innings, he's given up five runs. He's been throwing better of late, but he needs to lock it in and be – yeah the guy who was last year. Something hopefully he can build on moving forward. Yep. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. And now to wrap up our final team in the NL East, who is the Nationals X Factor? Yeah, the look on your I, face <laughs> says everything. I mean, if I have to pick one, yeah. it's going to be their player that's their best player, Joey Manessis, who's a great story, by the way. Comes mm -hmm. up, makes his debut as a 30-year-old. Yeah. Was in the minors for a long, long time. Came up last year, hit 324, 13 homers. So I would just say the Nationals um, can be can cannot be the worst if Joey Manessis is at his best. Okay. They're not going to be a playoff team. We're not going to sit here and talk about like how Joey Manessis might be able to make this team. No, this team they stink. But this year he's not having as good of a year, hitting 287. Not a lot of homers. Two homers this year, coming off of a World Baseball Classic where we saw him hit yeah. two homers against. Team USA, you know, like he was dominant in the World Baseball Classic and the Nationals just need him to be that guy. And, and we don't need to spend a ton of time on the Nationals. And you said, so they don't stink. They're only four games behind the Mets. Well, the Mets stink. Yeah. Okay. I just need to hear you say that. The Mets okay. stink. Yeah. The Nationals yeah. really stink. Okay. <laughs> Smelly. <laughs> they stink. <laughs> yes. Um, speaking, Alex, of... Yeah. The NL East, which we just did for X Factors. Last week, we did the AL East. Yes, we did. But for this, I want to jump back to an AL East team and talk about the Baltimore Orioles for a second. Because what the Baltimore Orioles did over the last few days was awesome. They had a game against the Reds. It's first game of that series. There was not one, but two rain delays. Mm. Which... As a player, sucks. And as a fan, sucks. Yeah. What the Orioles did was they put up a message on the scoreboard saying, and this was later in the game. I'll read it. I'll read it. We just put it up if you're watching. It says, we appreciate you sticking with, with us through the delays tonight. As a thank you for being the best fans in baseball, please be sure to pick up a complimentary ticket voucher from mm. one of our friendly event staff members as you exit the park tonight. This is a simple gesture, but one that goes such a long way. Thinking about the fan experience at the ballpark. The Orioles are creating a fun fan experience. Yes, they they're are. They're in second place in the AL East. The team on the field is great, but the experience that they're creating is also great. The birdbath out in left field and the outfield. The team started doing the sprinkler and the water hose and all of that stuff. And the Baltimore Orioles organization said, why don't we let the fans be a part of this mm -hmm. and make an entire section that when our team does something well and the players are celebrating with the water celebration, the fans can do the same and we'll spray water on them and we'll have all this fun happening. And the team is great, yes, but the Orioles are creating at Camden Yards a fun fan experience, an experience that fans want to go to an experience that I want to be a part of. And I just, I, I see something like this. And to me, it's so simple. Teams and organizations should care more about the, 
about the fans and the experience they have than about the bottom line of money you're making that night. Because if you think of it that way, then in the long run, you're going to end up making more money. You know, like the, the thought of, well, if we check, if we charge X and Y amount of fans show up, then we can make Z. And that's the wrong way of thinking. It should be, we can charge a little bit less and our total will be a little bit less for the game. But if we create an experience, those fans will want to come back. And it won't be a once-in-a-year sort of thing that a family worked hard to make the money and a family of four or five was able to go take in their one baseball game of the year. Mm -hmm. It can be an experience where this family of four or five isn't spending half of their paycheck to go to a baseball game, and they're able to go and have a great experience and not spend a ton of money. And I know this is not in terms of ticket sales, but this is, uh, again, thinking about the fan. Yeah. Okay, these fans came and stuck it out through just a not fun experience, and we want to provide a fun experience, and we hope next time they have a better experience. So we're going to give them all a free ticket to have a better experience the next time they can come back. And I just think more and more teams need to get along this line of thinking. I, I really do. And I will say, this yeah. isn't just signaling out the Orioles. I've been very, th there are a lot of teams that are starting to think more about the fan and not just the bottom line and the bottom dollar they make. But I just, I saw this and it made me so happy. It's just this year, attendance is skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. The Orioles are doing things like this. You have other organizations doing cool things. And I just think the Orioles deserve a lot of credit for not just the team that they have out on the field and being in second place behind the Rays in the AL East, but for for creating a fun fan experience. And again, it's one that I would love to be a part of at some point. And that says something because we're nowhere close to Baltimore out here. No. I want to get on a plane, Never go been. sit in the bird bath, yeah. and get water sprayed on me, and have an absolute blast at one of the most <laughs> beautiful stadiums in the game of baseball. I love that. This kind of reminds me of your Overreaction Monday conversation that you were having about the mercy rule and why you shouldn't have it, yeah. and it's because of the fans and these families that bring their entire family, four, five, six people to a game and maybe saved up for this moment to get this, very similar to a rain delay or a rain out where a fan is there and they brought their family. This is the moment they get to be there and experience that. And then half of it's gone or you're just sitting there waiting for it. This is something that that family, that kid, that fan will remember for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I, I think sometimes we get lost in and just the fact we need to remember like a lot of people that go to baseball games that are traveling to a baseball game aren't going to many no. throughout a season this might be their one game and they might have had to take off work and sacrifice money mm -hmm. to take their family to a game and to do something like this where yeah. they give them a free ticket for you know they they stayed for the whole game and then they yep. get another ticket or exactly your point like oh just cancel the game call it well yeah People sacrifice a lot to be there. Yeah. And I think thinking more about the fan will ultimately be the best thing for Major League Baseball. And these rules that are happening this year, it was for the fans. Yeah. And by, before the year started, these rules were pretty damn close to 50-50 in terms of whether people loved them or I not. I loved them. 
now I, I think I saw a poll recently, like 75, 80% of people are all in on it. And yep. it's been for the fans and we're seeing the game take off. And if more organizations can treat their fans like the Baltimore Orioles are doing, baseball is going to be in a great, great place. I agree. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. All right, let's move on to that segment. We got some fun ones today. And our first, things that make you go, hmm. We just talked about them. The Nationals have not swept any of their last 90 series, Ben. (laughs) That's almost two years. Yes, it is almost. August of 2021 against the Toronto Blue Jays is the Washington Nationals' last sweep. That is the longest streak of series without a sweep in Major League Baseball history. So if it sounds like a long time, it's because it is a long time, and it's the longest time ever. Supplanting the 89 straight series without a sweep by the Philadelphia Athletics from 1914 to 1917. You know, the Nationals, this is interesting because they won a World Series just a few years ago. In 2019, that is not that long ago, but a bunch of their key players, Anthony Rendon, Kind of got shipped off that next year or left that next year. Oh, all, the, yeah. I do mean, they have any? Don't, Soto, maybe? Trey Turner, Max yeah. Scherzer. Who do like, they have left? They have one player left from from that 2019 team. They have nobody. I mean, they, yeah. have, they have nobody left. I mean, things uh, went down pretty fast for the things, Nationals. <laughs> this start, this streak started in 2021. Yeah, they won a World Series in 2019. Yeah, that's crazy to fall this hard off of a cliff. Bad. And I know, like. There's there's been a lot that went in the Trey Turner Max Scherzer trade Juan Soto leaving um, the Steven Strasburg injury and contract has really set that organization back but I mean man there's so many reasons and at the end of the day you just look up and say this was a team that won the World Series and now we're sitting here just a few years later saying this is a historic streak and the and the worst possible streak we could be talking about yeah. All right, moving on to our next things that make you go, hmm? <laughs> Ellie De La Cruz has a five foot eight twin brother. But, I, how, how? Yeah. Ellie De La Cruz is what, six foot five? Yeah, look at this. If you're, if you're watching, there's a photo of the two of them together on the screen, and his twin brother is below his shoulders. Ellie De La Cruz is six foot five, and his twin brother is five foot eight. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how this happens. I'm not big on the X and Y chromosomes, and I can't break it all down. <laughs> but I know it's funny that he has a twin that's almost yeah. a foot shorter than Yeah, he is. I'm sure they get like, like real twin, like blood twin, not like, you know, when you're like, oh, this is my 20, like something in your family, something like that. No. Who says that? Oh, I a get a 20? lot. Of I don't look like a lot of my sisters, so I get that a lot. They're like, oh, like blood sisters? Like you guys related? Like sorority sisters? I'm like, no. Like my, what? Yeah, but so I'm says, sure they get that. Who You don't say twin about your sister that's not a twin. I do. It's my 20. Yeah. What does 20 mean? It's a girl thing. Don't it worry about like it. sounds like 20. Don't worry about it. All right, let's say, move what, on to 20? our next. She's 20 years old? No, 20. Twin. I, I hear you, but I don't yeah. get it. Let's okay. move on. That's okay. Let's the, you on. know, things that make me go, hmm, yeah. Alex. <laughs> Constantly, every day. Yeah, that's, it, that's why this works. Okay. Our next things that make you go, hmm. In 2012, a tweet with a fan calling his shot on Otani. Explain this tweet. Have you seen this tweet? Yeah. It is. I have. It's actually a remarkable tweet when you realize that it was sent in 2012. 
August 5th, 2012, 11 years ago, this guy, the draft Nick, said at Mets GM, hey, Sandy, you have to sign this guy. Shohei Otani is an 18-year-old in Japan who throws 100 miles an hour. Get him before another team does. Hashtag Mets. (laughs) I mean, I... When I was playing professionally in the Tigers organization, it was a, it was like 20 I remember when I first heard about Shohei Otani and it was in 2014. Yeah. I had a friend that had was playing in Japan and then mm-hmm. came back and then was going back over. It's, that's a long story. But I remember exactly where I was. We were hitting in the batting cage together and he goes, "There's this he's the real deal. There's yeah. a guy in Japan that I think is going to be the best, the best baseball player over here. He goes, he throws a hundred, he hits 500 foot homers, and he's like legitimately the best over there at both things. Yeah. And that, that's the first I remember. And that's 2015. This tweet being from 2012 is wild. A crazy little like full circle moment there with that going out to the Mets. Now, remember when Otani was, you know, all the GMs were being recruited, going out and talking to him. Yankees were originally kind of his top choice because of the assistant general manager, Billy Epler. Then Billy Epler signs with the Angels as the Angels GM in 2015. And then Otani signs with the Angels. Now, where is Billy the GM of now? The, the New Mets. York Mets. So that could be their only advantage <laughs> this season. Well, they have a couple advantages. Steve Cohen is one of yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> Steve Cohen. But also, like, this is his original guy who he trusted and wanted to go to his team. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a long lot, shot. A lot, it's, it is a long shot, it's but a, that's just still a fun little, little weird bit. connection. Little a little reach, bit. a little reach. Yeah, That's okay. Also, the guy that tweeted that, his profile picture is now Shohei in a Mets uniform, and it was like one of those Photoshopped, obviously yeah, yeah, Photoshopped. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's getting closer to happening. Eh, maybe. Well, speaking of the Mets, our final things that make you go, hmm. Mets have gone all of June without winning a series. That's bad. The June gloom. June doom. June gloom. For the Mets. Yeah. It's a thing in the past, and it's it's even worse this oh, year. Oh, it's a thing for them? Oh, yeah. Oh, ooh, yikes. The Mets... Have the Mets will go. It is official because they can know they will not win the series against the Brewers. The Mets will go the entire month of June without winning a series. The entire month. Mm. Contrast that with the Atlanta Braves, who lead the division, who have not lost a series yeah. in the entire month of June. That's why the gap has gotten so big. Yeah. 17 games. There's 17 games behind the Braves. Mets are just again. It's bad. It's it's they're falling fast. The hopes aren't gone, but they are dwindling fast, and they yes, need they to are. figure it out and need to figure it out fast. <sighs> well, that wraps up things that make you go, hmm. And now we're going to look ahead to some exciting series we have this weekend we have because some there good are series. three that you should probably circle and make sure you check them out. Let's start with number three: Marlins and Braves. Yes, yeah. in no order. 
We're in no particular okay. order. Okay, yeah, yeah, I no don't think. Are we? Did we put them in order? Uh, I have I numbers. I didn't. If okay. you did, I, I no, did. No, for you. Go. <laughs> Marlins Braves. Yes. I love this one. Braves leading the division. Marlins in second. They've been a huge surprise all year long. They're in a playoff spot if the season were to end right now. Yeah. They have Luis Arise, who everybody should be watching in its quest for 400. They have the one of the best pitching staffs, one of the most nasty pitching staffs. They have a pitcher named Yuri Perez, who has a sub-2 ERA, and he's 20 years old going up against the juggernaut Atlanta yeah. Braves. So this is going to be a fun series to watch, and this is... Yeah, and who would have thought at the beginning of the year, this is the battle for the NL East? Because you got the Phillies that are 11 games back and the Mets that are 17 games back. So, woo! I, I think for me, are the are the Marlins going to catch the Braves? I, I don't There's think There's seven so. games back from the Braves. Yeah, but the Braves are winning this division. But Definitely, but they're a strong second. How good are the Marlins? Yeah. This series is going to be a big one. This will, yeah, this, this will tell. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next series to watch this weekend. The Padres and the Reds. This is a story of a surprise team that has been very good mm-hmm. and a surprise team that has been very bad. Yeah. And you have a team that I don't think this offends anybody or any Reds fans when I say you have a team that has more talent on their roster mm-hmm. in the San Diego and the San Diego Padres going yep. against a team that is being led by these insane rookies four rookies and just blowing up and just this clash is funny in a way like I love this Reds team the Padres have been so disappointing but they have all the talent in the world so yeah it will I know they're not playing well but it'll be another good test for this Reds team that has been really exciting so far has been great to watch a must watch and the final series we're really excited about it is a battle of the al west you have the astros and the rangers the old silver boot series is that what it's called yeah oh cool yeah the battle of texas the astros and rangers the al west battle you have the Astros who were the heavy favorite to win the division and you have the rangers who have been the the leader of this division all year long and they've been fantastic and offensively God, they are so good. This is going to be, this is an important series. This is probably, man, of all the series this weekend, this one has a lot to ride on it because this season will be, this season will be a failure for the Astros if they don't win the division. And obviously, winning the division doesn't matter if you win the wild card and go on to win the World Series. So, yeah. But if they don't win a division, it's going to be a failure of a regular season, I'll say. This is how you turn it around. It starts when you can play the team that's at the top. Both of these teams are very good. The Astros are still pretty banged up, but they're going against the Rangers team that has gotten healthier and healthier. And uh, this is that's going to be a fun one. So Marlins Braves, Padres Reds, and Astros Rangers. Yeah. And they, they're currently in second place, tied with the Angels just six games back. So that's, uh, that's doable. You can gain some ground. Yeah, We're halfway through. Yeah. Plenty of time. Plenty For most of teams, time. not the Mets to win the division. It's a fun. <laughs> Padres probably aren't winning the division either. No, two. The, would you say those are the two? If they don't make it to the postseason, probably the two most disappointing seasons ever. Can yeah. you have two biggest failures yeah. ever? And yes, can you, you have can. the two biggest failures in the same they year? They both took huge swings, got big players, spent big money with nothing to show for it right now. Yep. Yeah. All right. Good Friday show. That was Is a great that Friday show. Friday fun show? weekend. A fun weekend ahead. Uh, make sure you check out. Saturday with Smoltz tomorrow. We have a lot of good conversations as we do every week. And he did it from a clubhouse, a, from a golf course in of Scotland. He did. What a life. Because, of course, John Smoltz. Yeah. But we talk every single week, Saturday with Smoltz. Make sure you check that out. Uh, we also only have one more week before 
We head on up to Seattle Yee! for the All-Star Game. So Monday, we'll bring you everything you need to know about the All-Star Game. Who are the starters from each league? Who are the surprises? That's going to be fun. But for this Friday episode, thank you all for listening. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast. And also follow along on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can watch everything on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Have a great weekend, everybody. Check out Saturday with Smoltz tomorrow. And until then, this has been another episode of Flippin' Bats. Peace. Peace.